You are listening to Hands at Work Audio. Meanwhile in Africa. Meanwhile in Africa. In Africa. In Africa. In Africa. Meanwhile in Africa. Meanwhile in Africa. I love going into the communities with teams when they visit us from England and Canada and Australia. Um, I love learning from them, walking with them, and I love it how God speaks to us when we dare to go into these communities um, with open arms, really just giving what we have as people and nothing else. And recently I had the opportunity to go to Swaziland with a team from the UK and we stayed in our house in Swaziland close to one of our communities called Shoka. We've got a house there, a small little house in a community where the Hans team normally stay when we go to Swaziland. And I stayed in that house with that team and it was great. Well, we were supposed to go and visit a community called Bandini and um, instead of driving to that community, we decided to walk to the community and it was incredible just to walk with this team and part of the team were young children and they could just experience the African communities and people and just hospitality and, and a deep community feeling, you know, where everybody stops you and talk to you. And at one stage, we just saw a beautiful scene of a valley and the sun. And somebody commented how beautiful it is. And I could just say to them, yeah, we can see the beauty so easy. But can you see the brokenness around you also? Can you also see the pain? Well, little did I know that that very night I would experience that so deeply again. We went to Bandini and, and one of the tough things about Bandini is that our children walk for more than two hours just to get to school. And so they only get to our care point about five o'clock in the afternoon at the earliest. And then the care workers are waiting for them and they play with them and love them. And then as the sun starts setting, they would give them their first meal for the day. And after that, the children will slowly start going home. And so we were there watching that and I was looking out for one specific little girl. Well, she was little when I met her the first time. Let's just call her Nawazi. Um, but today she's not so little anymore. She's um, about 11 years old now. But I've walked with Nawazi to school years ago. Starting at five o'clock in the morning, walk for two and a half hours to get to a little school. She was only in grade three. Now, She's much older, and I was looking for her. It was dark already, and I nearly gave up when Vusi, a hands leader, came to me and said, Did you see Nawazi? I said, No, where was she? And he pointed to me there in the dark, a young lady sitting, eating her food. And I ran there, and I went to go and sit next to Nawazi. And I was so happy to see her. I've got such a beautiful relationship with her and her grandmother and her siblings. But you know that moment when I saw Nawazi and I saw the tiredness in her eyes? Walked for two and a half hours. It's dark and she's eating for the first time. And then she still had to walk about 30, 40 minutes to get to the hut where her grandmother is staying. Only about five minutes before that, I was taking a photo of the sunset. It 
was so beautiful and I appreciated it so much. Only five minutes later, I saw no wazi. Yes, I'm so grateful we can give her that meal. Yes, I'm so grateful that I could spend that time with her that evening, just greet her and encourage her. But I went to my bed that night, hurting. It's wrong, it's wrong. Nawazi should not walk two and a half hours. Every day, two and a half hours to school, two and a half hours back, eating her first proper meal at five, six in the evenings. Even in the dark, I could see the tightness and the heaviness in Nawazi's face. I dream for a bigger and a better future for Nawazi. Dream with me. www.handsatwork.org